Talent Talk Tuesdays is all about harnessing your God-given talents to live with greater clarity, purpose, and joy. You are wonderfully made, my friends. May all we do be for God's glory. Welcome to Talent Talk Tuesdays. I'm Lisa Maladnik, your host. And this week, I'd like to share some powerful truths and some truthful practicalities. <laughs> We're talking about examining our consciences through the lens of our talents so we can make confessions that are much more personal, accurate, and self-aware. And in so doing, open to God's powerful healing through his sacramental graces in the confessional. To get really practical, I'm going to highlight the Clifton Strengths Report's blind spots, which come at the end of each talent section in the All 34 report. That's the most in-depth report you can receive from your Clifton Strengths assessment. So if you only have the top five results and want to upgrade, it costs you another roughly $50. So just email me and I'll send you my professional discount code to use at checkout for $10 off. That helps. So about blind spots. In the Gallup world, blind spots are typical ways each talent, as beautiful and powerful as they are, can also trip you up, as if you were vision impaired in certain areas of your personality and chronically tripping over the furniture of your life, your work, and your relationships. But it's even worse than that, because while you're doing all this tripping, you don't actually know you're tripping. Because when we're acting in our natural talents, it feels, well, natural. <laughs> and remember, we get an endorphin payback in our brains. That's like a happy chemical bath whenever we use a natural talent, whether we're using it well or not. And it feels really good, so we keep doing it over and over again. And when people object to us, we feel judged and misunderstood because we were just being ourselves, weren't we? And that turns on our defense mechanisms, and we start looking for reasons it's the other person's fault. Again, if you've been listening to this program, you've probably heard this example before, but I think it works pretty well, so that's why I use it a lot. But it's like an opera singer whose greatest passion is singing at the top of her lungs. In the theater, wow, is she a star. And she's going to feel fantastic every time she lets her voice expand out into all of its power and magnificence. In the theater, wow. But if she's waking the neighbors at night in her apartment complex or she's at the dinner table with her family and her singing is keeping people from talking to each other, no matter how beautiful that, that talent is, at that moment where it's being used inappropriately, it's a problem. It's being poorly managed. But once we know what our blind spots are, are. We have a way of navigating those weaknesses. It's more like we're still walking through a darkened room where before we were tripping over the furniture, but now we're navigating kind of from memory and without tripping at all, right? right? We know what we're avoiding. And little by little with self-management and practice, that room brightens. And along with greater sight comes greater wisdom. I may have gone too far with that metaphor, but here's what it boils down to. The more we humbly face up to our faulty tendencies, the wiser, happier, and more successful we become at just about everything, relationships, work, play, rest, and above all, the spiritual life. As we correct our faults, God rewards us with his grace, and we grow in spiritual vision. I used to joke when I would tell my conversion story, um, that I loved the words of amazing grace. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, and now I see, but I would say was blind, and now my sight is improving. 
<laughs> and there's one other reference I love, and that's the the words of that uh, the musical Godspell's popular song, Day by Day. As we come forward humbly and really confess our sins, acknowledge them, and 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 learn to work with them, we see Him more clearly, love Him more dearly, and follow Him more nearly day by day. I guess I'm probably dating myself, but it's true. It really makes a difference. Now. You might wonder why I'm focused lately on finding fault with our talents, especially since many of my episodes are about shedding false shame. (laughs) Well, here's the reason. False shame is a tool of the enemy for snuffing out our God-given light. Jesus wants us to be that bright city on a hill, not to hide our light as if the light were defective. False shame is a lie, and no lie will bring you closer to Jesus. But genuine shame about real sins is a beautiful thing God gives us to draw us back to himself. And the truth of our human nature is that we have natural strengths, and they all come with natural weaknesses. And to the extent that we understand them, they become more predictable and therefore much more manageable. We can have hope that underneath those places where before we were chronically failing are wellsprings of wisdom and strength. Okay, so if you have your Clifton Strengths All 34 reports, start praying with your blind spots. I know that sounds strange, but as you read through them, ask the Holy Spirit to bring to mind ways that your talents have been running amok. And maybe as I shared in episode nine, when I woke up to the fact that I was boring people by over-talking, but I thought people just weren't loving me enough. Maybe when your talent runs amok, you may be misjudging others for their reactions, not realizing that it's you who are being the problem. Until you face up to the fact that you're in misery because you didn't realize that what you were doing while enjoying expressing your talents was off-putting to someone else. That's really empowering when you know that, when it's in your control to make something different, to land better with people. Okay, so I'm going to give you another example. Clifton Strengths describes 34 talent themes, and each theme represents many talents. Clifton and his researchers found thousands, and they grouped them in ways that they tended to show up in clusters and individuals. So those are the talent themes, the 34. And then they're further categorized, kind of grouped, in four separate categories that um, Clifton calls domains. So without doing a master class on all four of the domains, although I'm sure I'll touch on all of them before long, I'm simply going to take one talent theme from one domain in a kind of generalized way to some degree and give some insight into how an examination of conscience using blind spots actually works. And then I'm going to do something a little kooky. (laughs) I'm going to perform a commercial for you that I used to do live when I traveled around the U.S. doing catechetical workshops years ago. It's a commercial that I wrote for Confession, the Sacrament of Reconciliation, because I wanted the whole world to get really excited and line up for Confession. (laughs) Well, Scripture tells us that we're saved through the forgiveness of our sins, through repentance and God's gentle mercy. And the reason I did that that commercial all over the country and even on Catholic radio, every chance I got, was because when I went through my conversion in 1992 and came back into the Catholic Church, it was confession that brought such life-changing healing to my broken heart and my deeply wounded psyche. I had also started praying a daily rosary and going to Mass daily, you know, which both brought enormous graces, and I still do those things. But I noticed something in particular, that after every confession, 
some part of my life was healed that I had no idea was connected with the sins I was confessing. It was quite mysterious and beautiful. For example, in those early days when I was so lost in the culture, when I confessed sins of impurity, I noticed greater trust in my marriage. When I confessed unforgiveness, I noticed others being set free and our relationships being restored. I remember thinking it was like seeing chains falling off the people I loved and even people it's been hard for me to love. I had no idea how much my sins were affecting others, and God is still showing me ways that my sins hurt others and hurt me and blind me to the goodness of others. And thank God, in His mercy, He continues to heal me after all those years. And so I'll share a few insights and then I'll do my little commercial for you. <laughs> I hope you'll enjoy it. I have tried to make it entertaining, so you'll remember it. Okay, so the four domains or categories of talents are executing, people who love to get things done and they're really good at it, influencing, people who tend to be sort of charismatic and natural leaders, relationship building, people who go really deep into relationships and there's and their way of getting things done and motivating and influencing has to do with their relationships, and strategic thinking, which I've touched on quite a bit in this show, that fast-moving creative mind. Okay, so those are the four, executing, influencing, relationship building, and strategic thinking. Let's focus on executing for today. Now, all people high in executing are, as I said, especially good at getting things done. They tend to be self-motivated, task-oriented, responsible, and hardworking. One of the most high-flying uh, executing themes is called Achiever. Now, Achiever loves a challenge, typically has incredible stamina, a strong drive to succeed, moves fast, and gets more done in a day than most people do in a week. So they're almost in their own time zone. It can almost feel to Achiever like everyone else is moving in slow motion. But Achiever feels great working hard every day. In fact, no matter how much they get done each day, they wake up every morning, feel like they've been set back to zero. So they jump out of bed and get moving because they need to get things done. These are amazing people. When it's all working well and they achieve some wisdom and life balance, they might be raising big families, maybe homeschooling. They might become prolific artists, founders of businesses, ministries, even movements. They're powerhouses. But along with every great gift, as I've said, come weaknesses. Achiever typically struggles in being way too demanding of others because compared to themselves, as I said, everyone else is moving in slow motion. It can really irritate them. Remember when you're in a natural town, it feels so natural. We can really misunderstand and misjudge others as just being lazy, moving too slow on purpose or not understanding on purpose. We can, our minds can just go to a dark place when we're not really seeing what we're seeing, okay? So they can really be too demanding and irritable with other people. They can be intolerant of other people's work styles and pace. This can be a problem in the home and at work. And they can make the mistake, listen for this area of sin, of trying to remake their loved ones and coworkers in their own image. This is the right way to be. And we can all do this. Every single talent theme can make this mistake. That's why I'm sharing this, because this one's kind of easy to pick on in a way, because it's so such a bold talent theme. But we can misunderstand each other, misjudge each other. We can try to make people be like us, make them over in our own image. And of course, we don't mean to do it. It's just that when we're operating in a natural talent, it feels so natural that it's hard for us to keep in mind that not everyone experiences life or sees or understands or values 
what we do. They're wired differently and the world looks and feels really different to them, which is part of God's design. So achievers, just to get back to the confessional, also tend to be workaholics. They can neglect their human relationships sometimes. They can be stretched too thin, overcommitted, prone to burnout, just pushing too hard every day. And that can lead to a life of unconscious self-sufficiency, pride, and a lack of trust in God's provision, like they have to do it all. It's very hard for them to rest. So you can see where an examination of conscience might play a part in greater self-awareness and even repentance, unleashing God's grace and wisdom into this beautiful talent theme. So every single talent theme in the Gallup report has these blind spots, but you've got some great information there um, and you've got your Catholic faith so you can learn to manage your beautiful gifts in loving ways that help you get the best out of them and give the best out of them. So email me if you need that discount code, which again is good for $10 off uh, from a new assessment or an upgrade, either one. And you can use it for more than one if you want your family to take it. Um, and so I'd be happy to share that with you. It's a free gift with no obligation and I get nothing for doing that. It's not like I'm getting some kind of commission or something. It's just my professional discount code. So email me at lisa at wonderfullymade139.com. And now for my commercial for confession. <laughs> Are you feeling tired, run down, discouraged? Feel like Jesus hasn't been answering your prayers lately? Well, how would you like to get back in the game so fast it'll make the enemy's head spin? Get some religion, get your groove back, let the light of the Lord shine right through you and out to the world? Well, you're in luck because you, my friend, can get back in the race with some sanctifying grace. Discover the elation of reconciliation, free at last, free of charge, at a Catholic parish near you where a priest is waiting to take your call. Get back in the game. Get back to confession. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, my friends. You are wonderfully made. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me, too. God bless you. Thank you.